December 14th, A Restored Voice, Luke chapter 1. God's key messenger angel, Gabriel, appeared to Zechariah while he was performing his priestly duties in the temple in Jerusalem. Gabriel informed Zechariah that after a long, childless life, he and his wife Elizabeth's prayers were finally being answered. They would now be having a baby. Having prayed for so long without result for this very thing, Zechariah could scarcely believe it. In fact, he didn't believe it. Especially after being told that their child would be the one to fulfill Malachi's final prophecy. He would be the one to come in the spirit of Elijah to prepare the nation for Israel's long-awaited Messiah, Jesus Christ. The old priest probably knew about the angel Gabriel from the book of Daniel, and also knew the many Old Testament prophecies pertaining to the coming Messiah. But here was Gabriel, in person, making this amazing promise to him, and it all sounded just too good to be true. At this point, this righteous and faithful old priest, chosen from among all others to become the father John the Baptist, the herald of the Messiah, suddenly became filled with spiritual doubt. He responded to Gabriel, How can I know this? Zechariah asked the angel, For now I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel answered him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Now listen, you will become silent and unable to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah, amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them. Then they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He kept making signs to them and remained speechless. Luke chapter 1, verses 18 to 22, HCSB version. Because of, their unbel- because of his unbelief, Zechariah was unable to speak at all until the child would be born. Nevertheless, he faithfully completed his time of service in the temple and then returned home with Elizabeth. Shortly afterwards, to their great joy, the words of the angel came true, and Elizabeth conceived. When the child was born, Elizabeth informed all their relatives that they were planning to name the boy John, per the angel Gabriel's specific instructions. The relatives questioned this decision. Then they told her, none of your relatives has that name. So they motioned to his father to find out what he wanted him to be called. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, his name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue set free and he began to speak, praising God. Luke chapter 1 verses 61 to 64. Zechariah's first words after almost a year's silence were those of praise and gratitude towards God. He had had plenty of time to meditate upon the goodness of the Lord, and he was not going to waste this opportunity to express his true feelings and the joy in his heart. The Lord poured out his Holy Spirit upon Zechariah as he began to pray and gave him prophetic words to share about the Messiah and his newborn son, John the Baptist, who would prepare the way for the Lord. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. This is reading from Luke 1. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and provided redemption for his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets in ancient times. And child, you will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. The child grew up and became spiritually strong, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. 
Luke chapter 1, verses 67 to 70 and 76 and 77. Difficult as it was, Zechariah's imposed silence and restoration was further testimony to the power and presence of a miracle-working God. And these types of miracles still happen today. Several years ago, a pastor came to our church to share his testimony about losing his once strong speaking voice due to vocal cord damage from a flu virus. He saw countless medical specialists to get his voice back, but no one was able to help him. The best sound he could produce, and then only with the greatest effort, sounded very weak and was distorted like laryngitis. After three years of desperate but failed attempts to be healed, the pastor experienced a deep depression and came close to losing his faith and even committing suicide. Pressed into service the following Sunday morning to preach a Bible class on Psalm 103, the pastor was struggling through a reading of the assigned text, assisting, insisting all throughout it that God still does heal today, even if he does not heal everyone, including himself. Though speaking these truths and these verses in his heart, he barely had the faith to believe it. In reading from Psalm 103, Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. That's Psalm 103, verses 1 through 4. As the pastor quoted the final verse about being redeemed from the pit, suddenly, after three years, his voice began to be restored. This miracle of God was recorded on tape and can be heard through the linked story. You find it in the transcript at around the four and a half minute mark with the closed video. That's Pastor Dwayne Miller. God is good, is very real, and is here with us today. He still works miracles, including restored voices. Let us rejoice and give him thanks and praise as he is working, even now, to restore all of our lives. Reflection. What do you need God to miraculously restore for you? Let us pray, Lord, in your great goodness, restore us wherever we've been broken. We rely upon you and your care to see us through all of the challenges and struggles we face. You will never abandon us, even in our darkest hour. We come to you, the great physician, for complete healing wherever we need it. We thank you and praise you and lift our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord today.